My name is Jeremy Devins and welcome back to the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast. And today talking all about the 8th house of Vedic Astrology in this series all about what the houses mean. And if you want to follow along, you can go to quietmind.yoga houses and get the free PDF download that you can print out and take notes and interpret this stuff for yourself because it's a lot to learn and I've been studying it for many years and I'm learning stuff every day. And I encourage you to be a student of this as well. It's very fascinating stuff, very empowering, life-altering information. And it's just one day at a time. You learn one little thing each day and you don't try to learn it all at once because it's just not possible. So just like a lawyer practices law, we practice Vedic astrology. It's a practice. Just like I practice yoga, it's a practice. I don't have any idea or sort of illusion of being perfect or having all the answers at any point. Uh, but being a student and having all the questions maybe and a lot of questions and uh, This is what the eighth house is about as well It's about the mysteries of life the questions of life the mysterious the dark the hidden and we're gonna get all into that today and talking about the eighth house so the sixth eighth and twelfth houses are generally considered malefic houses so if you have planets there that generally means there's going to be some challenges there now, if you're into anything sort of artistic or uh, musical or in the arts and creativity, uh, film, uh, you know that there's often a lot of dark side to these creators and artists and maybe to yourself if you're into those things that is very helpful for understanding the human experience and the human condition. So having energy in the 6th, 8th, and 12th houses is considered malefic because it's associated with disease, enemies, death, losses, but these are also transformations. These are opportunities to learn and grow. This can be spirituality and spiritual liberation. So they can be uh, energies that you can use positively, but generally if you're not on a spiritual path or if you're not intentionally using these energies, yes, they can be harmful and very challenging to work with. So like for example, the eighth house, it can represent death. Now, what do you do every time you practice yoga? If you've ever practiced yoga, you know I'm a teacher. I have a podcast all about, two podcasts all about yoga. Every class ends with the same posture. Now, most people know this. It's Shavasana, the corpse pose. So you practice death every time you practice yoga. So if you have a lot of eighth house energy, this is a positive way to use that energy to practice death through Shavasana. It's a little extreme, right? You don't really think of it that way. Usually a teacher might not say that in a yoga class, but that's really what's happening. You're practicing uh, letting go. You're practicing starting over, transformation. And that's what the eighth house is all about. So again, if you've got a lot of planets here, three or more planets is going to show a real strong emphasis on the eighth house in your life. And you've struggled with depression, maybe suicidal thoughts or challenging thoughts, uh, anxiety, fear, uh, these things that are like, they're serious issues, right? They're not to be taken lightly. And it's important that you do have actual help for that. If you, if you have therapy, counselors, support, support groups, and uh, ways that you can work with this are seeing it as transformational energy. Great artists need to transmit an experience of the transcendent, of the transformational and the eighth house gives you access to that. Turned inward, it can be destructive and harmful. 
turned outward, it can be beautiful, it can be entertaining, it can be connecting, it can be uh, a source of empathy and understanding for others. And people can see themselves in your art and your creativity and your teaching, depending on what planets are here. So the eighth house also represents your longevity. For example, if you have Aries here, you're likely to have a lot of youthful energy because it's Aries into the house of death. In transformation aries is youthful ambitious it's the first sign of the zodiac it's initiation energy in the house of death so that can actually bring continual renewal and rebirth and that re returning to that initiation energy uh, there can be sudden events and transformation sudden losses here with a lot of activity in the eighth house again depends on the planets here uh, if you have rahu here you're likely to be obsessed with all these things like the occult, the hidden mysteries of life, the secret, secret societies, conspiracy theories. Someone with a strong Rahu energy here is likely to constantly be seeing what's under the surface. It's very similar to the Scorpio energy. So Scorpio, eighth house, are synonymous in a lot of ways. So it's the deep, dark, hidden, mysterious side of life. Like Scorpio is like the bottom of the ocean where it's dark and still. And there's these creepy fish with flashlights on their heads and sharp teeth like razor blades all over their face. All right, so it's like, what is that? That's deep down in the ocean. Like nobody sees that. You gotta dig way down in there and most of the ocean is still unexplored, right? So that's how deep and dark and hidden it is. And that's that Scorpio energy. And that's what the eighth house is about. So this can also bring about sudden gains as well as the sudden losses. So it's just like sudden ups and downs. It's uh, that water energy like Scorpio, that water sign is irregular, uh, can bring about inheritance because it's uh, it's the second house from the seventh, seventh house. So it's the gains that you get from marriage. So this can bring wealth from the partner or it can also represent your partner's finances. And if this is well-placed, then you're likely to have a wealthy partner who brings finances into the relationship. Or it could be more challenging where the partner doesn't have finances and that can be represented here by the eighth house as well but something to do with your partner's finances this is where you would look to see it this can bring about general just sort of dissatisfaction challenges like i mentioned the dark side of life this can bring chronic illness fear mental disturbances financial issues criminal behavior addictions bad habits sexual problems imprisonment Right, so these are all the dark sides of it again, but on the positive side, it can bring about a long life, like I mentioned. It can bring about this strong, strong intuition and insight to see into things like Vedic astrology, the mysteries of life, to have this sort of Rishi-like ability to see, like the seers of ancient India likely had strong eighth house influences or Scorpio influences maybe, that they could see the dark hidden mysteries of life and bring light to them. Uh, that's what having the strong energy allows you access to. This can also bring about higher learning and anything to do with metaphysics and being well-versed in occult fields and meditation and psychology. Great placement, uh, great house to have strong to be a psychologist because you're always curious what's under the surface and you can see it and you can understand it and you can speak to it. Same thing with science and math. So if you're not so much on the emotional side of things, the, the still the logical linear side of things like the science and sciences and math you can still see the sort of complexity and depth of 
the numbers and how it all relates and very complex mathematical formulas that require deep research and deep knowledge that is well under the surface of basic mathematics and science. This eighth house energy can bring that interest and that uh, ability to, to go into that work and see it. This general it's, uh, brings in passion and ambition because it's ruled by Mars. Or Mars is associated with this uh, this house because it's uh, that Scorpio energy again. And you think of Mars, the warrior, the passion, the ambition, the drive, the the powerful energy that can it can bring about power struggles and conflicts and challenges and anger and frustration and irritation. But again, it can also be passion and ambition and drive. So if you have the strong eighth house, and depending what sign it's in, what planets are there, you're gonna have a lot of strong drive for those things. For example, if Venus is there and you've got really strong Mars energy in general, you're gonna be a very passionate lover and very driven to, to be expressing your love and your appreciation of beauty and art and things of that nature. Anything to do with research is strongly supported here and you're going to love going deep into the secrets and mysteries of things, watching documentaries and uh, things that expose deep hidden secrets. Archaeology, again, that's digging up deep hidden stuff. So that's all 8th house. So if you don't have a strong 8th house, you're likely to just be more interested in what's on the surface. And I don't mean that in any way negatively. It's like you're like oh we don't need to get into all that deep stuff like it's simple right so this is like uh we've got emphasis in other houses and not so much in the eighth house not much energy going on there you're just going to be more like what you see is what you get right it's not so complicated uh, there's not all this depth and hidden and secret stuff going on it's just straightforward right so this is an overview of what the eighth house can mean in your chart and if you want to know specifically what's going on in your eighth house if any of this stuff speaks to your own experience you can schedule a reading now at quietmind.yoga astrology and i'll have the link in the show notes so you can click on it there and you can easily pay and sign up and schedule the time right there on the website so thank you for listening and we'll continue a series on the ninth house moving into all about your spiritual progression in life your dharma your path and this is a common thing that i've talked to so many people about of like you know i'm in the right direction this isn't quite career because that's the tenth house which we'll get into soon this is your dharma your purpose which can coincide with career or not right, so if you're curious about that tune into the next episode of the quiet mind astrology podcast share this with a friend and leave a review all right thank you for listening and i'll talk to you soon